Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Thrilled to welcome you to another episode of Zach's Speakeasy, where you can step behind the bookcase, hear some inside stories, and all about drinks of choice. Now, your host, Zach Hilton. Welcome to Zach's Speakeasy's Drinking Games. There's so many S's. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're, we're slithering the S, we're popping our P's, we're doing here on the podcast, and this week, who's playing games? It's the one, the only, Justin Wilson. I would flex, but uh, there's nothing to flex. So oh, not- just move your mic around. Make it feel. It's immersive. It's ASMR. <laughs> the thing he hates most about podcasting, he did. He did it for me. So, um, Justin, Justin is here. We have topics that we're going to talk about. Um, we're also going to play some drinking games. So. Yeah. The great thing about the podcasting mess up of last week's episode, which go listen to Zach Speakeasy uh, last week, where Justin gave all the information of his background from radio to podcasting. This week, we're going to dive in a little bit more. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. But uh, first, a little, little business on the top. Throw Me Podcast Network. We're on YouTube and Facebook. Go ahead and follow both of those. Subscribe. Do whatever you got to do. Uh, this show's on Instagram, Zach Speakeasy, also on Untapped. So let's get into this business, baby. All right. So my first question to you, would you rather, Justin Wilson, would you rather a reunion of sorts for YWS or YMS? Okay. Um, I'm going to say YWS and you know, here's the cop out. Uh, technically YMS still exists, even though I'm the only one doing it. <laughs> um, okay. You know, like uh, the show has been able to live on and I'm, I'm actually pressing towards being able to kind of do it the way I used to. With oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you know, much to my wife's chagrin, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, geez fucking livid <laughs> yeah. He's not happy about it but like uh i am working toward like i am working towards that so you know us doing yws again you know you get the little glimpse of doing it when we do wrestle pals road to wrestlemania which there will be wrestlemania 11 should be out on the wrestle pals feed yep by the time this comes up yep um it, and you get that little taste of, of what it is and it's like man you know like it, we can never do that ever again because right. I'm I'm done talking about weekly wrestling. Like even what, even stuff I enjoy, it's it's not fun talking about it anymore. Uh, so I would much rather do the way we do it now. Um, but yes, to I, answer your question most directly, YWS. It's funny that you say that. I would absolutely adore if we just did a special and it's a random week of whatever wrestling, like. <laughs> 
If it was legitimately just doing the show, none of us have watched Raw or SmackDown. Well, I don't know about Hood. He could be watching it weekly for all I know. But like, it would be absolutely hysterical if we're trying to judge wrestling on a basis that we just don't do anymore. <laughs> that sounds fun to me. <laughs> um, but, radio. Or, or hear me out on this. It's a special episode of The Road and we actually Actually, watch the lead up or the fall or the fallout of whatever WrestleMania we just watched. Remember, the, shut remember up, got- shut up. What show? What, what the fuck was that show called? Oh man, um, man, god dang, I don't remember. I mean, it was a, it was a spinoff of Wrestle Pals, and I I had branded it something. Uh, I know that the lead up parts was called the pre tapes. Uh, oh, that's right. I can't remember what I called the actual event, like when we were, but Joe tripped us up there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Joe's the one that ruined it all because it was yeah. going for a good three months. Yeah, I think you picked like Royal Rumble. I can't remember what year, like we watched the lead up to the to one of the Royal Rumbles or something. And then I picked um, NXT TakeOver, like the first one. So we watched, right. like we watched leading up to Arrival and then we watched Arrival. And then Joe had to pick WrestleMania 2000. And then on top of that, the lead up he chose to watch was the SmackDowns, not the Raws. So we That's were watching right. SmackDowns leading up to WrestleMania 2000. And by the end, we're like, I don't think we ever even actually watched Mania. I think we just did like the three of the four pre-tapes. And we're like, yeah, we don't have time for this. Like, it's wild to think about eventually that show finally comes to fruition on, on the road. Yeah, Like, we're going to have to watch that WrestleMania, and I already know, while watching it, I'm just going to bitch at Joe the entire, <laughs> like, the entire time I'm going to go thumbs down, Joe, <laughs> <laughs> for making me watch the lead-up to the shit. <laughs> God, that was so off. Those SmackDown episodes were so terrible. <laughs> oh, they're just the, the hardest to watch. Like... Is it weird for you as a fan of wrestling where the attitude era just does not hold up the way people think it does? Oh, it's, it, it, it maddens me because like people are talking about, Oh yeah, I'll take SmackDown in, in 2000 over raw now. And I'm like, you clearly haven't watched it in a while because <laughs> not, you know, it, it raw may not be great right now, but I will take current raw over SmackDown from then any day. Like oh you, you couldn't pay me to watch SmackDown from then again. Like, no. I, I think so. I'll, I'll pass. I don't think SmackDown finds its groove until like 2002. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, the SmackDown 6 and um, oh, yeah. you know, all that stuff happens. And it's like the, the brand split really actually helped SmackDown a lot. It, you know, say what you want about the brand split, you know, over the course of history. But uh, it definitely helped SmackDown both times a ton. Do you have a favorite timeline in pro wrestling, WWE, whatever? Oof. Um, like as far as a story or just overall? Like I, I, I try to think which is like my favorite era, because I do feel like in the era of 2003 to five, maybe even six, that timeline is pretty good between both Raw and SmackDown. And then, like, SmackDown's pretty good from, like, 2007 to 9. 
And then the Daniel Bryan CM Punk mm-hmm. era of 2011 till I'll go 2000. When was 30? 15? Like yeah, I think 2014? It's either 15 or 14. Oh, no, it's 14. It's 14 because it's Punk leaves in at Royal Rumble 2014. And the Punk beat Rock or Rock yeah. and Punk. You know that? <laughs> you know that? But like, I feel like there's so many different errors that I do actually like. Even while we watch The Road, like, I feel like we're getting to a point in like just the style. Like, we just finished 10 a month ago. And I was like, I bet you I would have a ball watching the these raws you know <laughs> what i mean and i could be wrong i could be far off there you know when the network first became a thing i made sure to watch like i watched all the raws from beginning to i think i only got up to like 96 and i did the same thing with nitro i got up to 99 with nitro so right. that tells you oof uh but yeah i mean they're fun to watch but like it's it's a lot more rewatchable than than you know attitude era stuff and probably even today's like actually I I, I bet that today's wrestling is going to have great replay value because like you were talking about like with the uh, Daniel Bryan era like even up until a little bit more recently there's a lot more wrestling happening and right. I think that gets lost on wrestling fans a lot is because it's not you know back to back to back to back matches. Uh, and it's not a ton of matches, but like the quality of matches we're getting on television every week is like, it, it may not play in when you're watching it live, but I think that when we go back and watch it, you know, five years from now, you'd be like, Oh, Oh shit. Yeah. We got Cena versus Rollins on raw. What? (laughs) Right. I do feel that. Okay. So that's my hiccup on, like current day wrestling, I do think there's an oversaturation, especially okay. with E. I mean, between yeah. like NXT, NXT UK, NXT Level Up, Raw, SmackDown, Main Event, yada yada, pay per views constantly. Like it's almost, yeah, and I'm very thankful wrestling wise, it is top notch. You're absolutely right. I 100% agree. I feel the wrestling is what's standing out for WWE shows. But I do think the storylines are taking a sideline in some aspects. Mm-hmm. And almost all. And almost all. Yeah. Those, um, uh, occasionally they hit hit on one. That you're like, oh, cool. I'm into that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, especially Mania. Like, for me, like the Sami Zayn, um, Johnny Knoxville story. Super fun. Oh, like yeah. that's what it was. It was just fun. Yep. Um, so my other question, uh, the before we move on to the next game, is your co-host from YMS, uh, the original one, DJ. Mm-hmm. Would he be coming back for YMS? Uh if I can coax him out of it, yeah. Uh, like do, he's do you talk to him? Yeah, yeah. We still text pretty frequently. Um you know, he's one of my best friends like forever. Right. So like that will never be a thing, but like basically he got married and his wife was like, yeah, we can't have bands in our kitchen all the time. I get it. You know, like I'm not uh, right. <laughs> right. And then like we were doing, we were doing YMS for alt radio there for a little while. And then 
then that stopped because I started doing RFR. And then I was like, oh, well, I'll bring our, I'll bring YMS to RFR. And so I just would come pick them up and we would do it in the garage uh, at Matt's garage. And then whenever that moved to Norfolk, he was like, yeah, I don't want to go to Norfolk. So like, yeah, I can't blame him, man. Like I was, yeah, making it's a long more, yeah, like I was making it more and more difficult for him to stay involved. So, you know, uh, I'll say this, like if I asked him and he said, yeah, of course, you know, right. um, but, uh, I can't see him wanting to do that ever again. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Um, I guess my next, would you rather question is, would you rather do another radio style group or would you rather just do a podcast crew like slop? Man, uh, the sad thing is I, I still like given that, that chance to do, to do if to do the show that I want to do on the radio, uh, I'll take that any day because, um, I'm I I miss that Mike and Bob show feel of radio. Like there isn't nobody's doing that. Like even even Mike doesn't get to do that with Woo on on on. Oh on, no on, on no! Like y- you know, there's there's bits of it where they get to do things, but it's it's nowhere near the same. And it doesn't. I mean, I get technically speaking, people don't want that anymore, but people don't want that because you're not even giving them the option. So right. if I could do the show I wanted to do on radio, I'll take that all day, every day. Okay. Um, do you keep up with, uh, Mike, Bob, and all of them? Um, you know, occasionally actually I was, uh, I was out at work the other day. So like I had the radio on and I, he, Mike was doing a bit about, um, an, he, an old lady basically ran him over in the grocery store Jeez. with her with her motorized cart. And so I, I texted him, Hey man, like these old people nowadays, you know, they're so entitled. They, they think they can have anything. And, uh, he back, LOL. But you know, he's, he's always been like a, a dude. If you aren't like constantly in, in his life, you know, you, you kind of get backburnered. I get it. Like it, it, um, but like Bob and I actually, Bob, is going to be on an episode of deprogrammed here coming up and I'm, I'm working on getting Mike back around to, to deprogrammed. Uh, he wants to do the. Hello. You went away. You went away. Justin. Justin. Oh, yes. Hello? Hello. Hey, where you been? I guess my Discord uh, disconnected me. (laughs) I was like, I'm not seeing the green circle. Yeah. (laughs) Curse you, Apple! Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, well, I didn't didn't fucking leave it, so I can just edit the, um, the gap. But the last thing you were talking about is that you were getting Mike back into deprogrammed. Okay, so it didn't miss much. No. Um, yeah, uh, I'm. He wants to do the pogues. I have the panel for it, so it's at this point, it's just getting his attention and going, "Hey, man, let's do the pogues." And that is the hardest part about Mike is getting his attention. 
Well, I mean, like he's fucking moving every direction, like between oh, yeah. the radio Always. show and the fighting Jamesons, like uh-huh. there ain't no stopping this guy. Oh no, no, not at all. So, um, know, it, yeah, keep just going. Happy, just happy to be still friendly with them. You know, they they gave me they gave me a shot, and uh, they didn't have to. Yeah, no, I I feel that because like I got kind of close with Bobby at one point, and like with his whole move and stuff to Cincinnati, like it's just a little different and weird in a way Yeah, because it's like, well, I want to stay friendly, but I don't Facebook, you know what I mean? And like whatever social media I'm doing, he doesn't like, it's kind of hard to keep tabs with him, but yeah, I do miss that dude uh, quite a bit. And Mike's been nothing but kind every time I've uh, been around him. Um, okay, so I want to talk slop before we move on to the next game. So slop was a before there was a Thrill Me Podcast Network, uh Zach was a part of a group, and slop was a culmination of podcasts. I the original incarnation of the Mr. Wonderful show, Zach's mm-hmm. movie show. Uh, you've said it in previous episodes, um, issues, what are Matt and Nate's issues? Uh, you were a, a part of that show or no? Did you do what the fuck did I you do? <laughs> Why were you even in there? <laughs> so I was doing, so we were doing YWS from slop and, um, it, initially I was still part of ZMS. Yes. So I was doing YWS and ZMS at that point. I think those were the only two shows I had. Gotcha. So, well, eventually actually I did the, um, I was trying to get the uh, Saturday, what did I call it? Saturday morning slop cast was mm. supposed to be, <laughs> this was a very grand idea that it was going to be like a rotating um, pod. Like each one of us would take, take turns like scripting a pod and we would release it, you know, on the Saturdays. Right. And so that's when I did the Guy Russellman podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I did like six episodes of that and then it, Nobody else wanted to do the the next thing, so I was like, okay, well, I guess that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that fucking died quickly. It's really funny because, like, I'm writing a horror scripted thing right now. I'm on episode four or three and four right now, but you've actually started a scripted thing. Like, you've done a scripted podcast recently. Yeah, we're on season three of Bell and Dubs, and that uh, is wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, you learn a lot. Um, you basically, I was talking to Jenny about this. Like, I was complaining about like the next level of things that like I'm I'm not willing to let myself do, and uh, she said, "Well, you think about it this way. At one point, we had never written a script before." It's like, sure. you know, we, we never had, like when we did the first episode, it's like, we'd never done this. And so like, it took forever to do it. But then once we did, it's like, okay, now it's, it's not old hat, but it's like, we know what we're doing now. And, uh, season, like season three, it's, it's bizarre. Like it's, it's just like a dumb little thing that we created a dumb little world that lives with inside GTA five and RDR two that, uh, I'll explain it this way. Like the the people that you pass the NPCs um, in the games, that's essentially what these podcasts are is what if, what if you followed one of the NPCs around for a little while? 
<laughs> so it's like a scripted series of like free guy without free guy actually finding out what he is. Yeah. 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 So, um, the quick synopsis is bell and dubs are life lifers in morning radio. Uh-huh. Uh, they've been doing it for 20 plus years. And so they got a gig at, um, Los Santos community college radio. And so that's where you pick it up. And, uh, so they're two radio hosts and this is their, their, their morning show. So that's, that's wild. Okay. I love that. I love that idea because like, again, it's so, I will give you this credit as a guy that writes scripts and tries to get shit made. Like when I first came up with this horror podcast one, the first thing I thought of was like, Ooh, I have to make a part of it about podcasting. So I've scripted it in a way so I can be in the world I know. Mm-hmm. So like you making a script, a scripted series, and it's in a world, you know, that you don't have to add too much. You know what I mean? Like you've put yourself in a good position for that show to be made and put out. Look, where can people listen to it right now? So if you, the best place to go is Legion Uh, that's like everything I do is there. Uh, but you can search out bell and dubs in the morning on whatever podcast platform you're on. That's fantastic. Everybody check out that because fucking what a brilliant idea, especially God damn. I just love scripted shit. I just love, I just love my scripted stuff. And the fact that you have a 1930s radio show, just be happy. Um, let's move on to a different game as we shall. Um, Justin, let me see here. What is a funny, funny thing to, because like I have to pull up the app. We just, Oh, who's most likely to. So, Okay, so this one I'm going to keep real to this, okay? But if anything knows anything about me and Justin, we're sexual. So <laughs> we're not everybody else who's been on this show. I've done like warm up, friendly, edgy, and maybe flirty. Fuck that. We're doing sexual and crazy. <laughs> All right. I hope you're ready. Okay. <laughs> Who spends the most money on speakers? Well, that's not crazy. Yeah, that's not crazy. Okay, so on the count of three, whoever gets called out, if if it's mutually called out, like that person drinks. So get your Hulkster shot ready. Got it. Okay. Who Mm -hmm. spends the most money on speakers in three, two, one? Justin. Oh, really? (laughs) Me? What the fuck am I buying speakers for? I'll I'll say this. You probably actually bought speakers. I have not. Shit. So I've spent zero dollars. Okay. Well, I bought a sound bar the other day. Does that count? Yes. Um, I, guess. <laughs> I guess we both take our holster shot. Yeah. A holster shot is just water for yes. everybody to understand. Holster don't drink. Holster just drinks water. Okay. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Here, are you ready? Yes. Who joins an orgy? <laughs> oh god damn it god damn it justin you have to wait till three and how oh, yeah. dare you put that on me like you 
You didn't even wait a beat. You just said, oh, it's you. Ha <laughs> Like, that's what you did. Yeah. Okay. Who drew Sorry. the orgy in three, two, one? Me. You. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what's going on there. You know what I mean? It's like Fidelio. Yeah, I'm not saying you're, I'm not saying you're gonna do nothing, but you're definitely you're definitely intrigued. You're definitely going. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, this is what I want to get into. Uh, before we move to the next game, okay. What? How can I phrase this? I need to. I need to make this because speaking of orgy, <laughs> <laughs> you go hard into the paint into live morgan yes i then live morgan's great I, and i love every incarnation of her character in wwe i want to know what gravitated you towards that because even when i did your wrestling show with you and like you know the female wrestlers that we've you know mentioned throughout the years what is it about Liv that just, I feel like not only have you talked about, but like, she's like, talk to you. She's messaged you. Yeah. We've, we've actually had conversations at point. Which That's is wild. Yeah. Uh, so a little history for, for the fine, fine folks. Uh, my first major adult wrestling crush was AJ Lee. And so, uh, she when she steps away i moved on to bailey and uh for a long time it was bailey and bailey was even my favorite wrestler and then i had a brief moment where it was peyton royce and then we went we went to uh nxt when they came to norfolk they they were at the uh the ted constant convocation center and i saw live wrestle Aaliyah that night and they had a really good match but it was like you know early on in the car it was it was popcorn so i was like okay um I like this chick and she had maybe made a couple appearances on TV and then, uh, she showed. So from that moment on, seriously, it was love. I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's my chick. And I, you know, started tweet tweeting her. Um, Hey, I saw your match, blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of became a joke on wrestle pals. And if there's, if there's one thing about me <laughs> is, uh, I will commit to a bit. And yes, you, uh, you cannot, there's bits that I will not back off of. And that's how that started is it, it started becoming a bit on wrestle pals that like I'd fallen in love with her, like literally fallen in love with her. Right. And uh, so like I steered into it, I was like, all right, you know, this is the bit I'm going full force here. And then, you know, she started retweeting me and we just kind of finally touched base and I, I'm I'm going a long way to answer. There's something about a Jersey girl that this is why I brought up AJ Lee, AJ Lee, G Jersey girl, Liv Morgan, Jersey girl. There's something about a Jersey girl to me, like something about the attitude. Uh, I thought, of course she's attractive. Um, you know, that's, that, that kind of goes without saying, but it was more than that. There's something about the attitude, something about her as a person that, that I just, I was, I was drawn to her and, uh, still am. And I feel like looking at both AJ and Liv, like they're both like punk, you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're both like punk rock look, but they've got this like kind of outgoing spirit. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes. I and I think that kind of like grab it. Like honestly, if I came in to YWS recording looking like Blink One Eighty Two, I think you would have fucked me. <laughs> and I think Joe would have tried to fuck me. Joe, Joe definitely would have. Like, and then we would have been that in that orgy conversation just a minute ago. Yeah. See? <laughs> um, your next question. We're going back to Would You Rather. Okay. Would you rather be on radio and host that show naked <laughs> or would you rather do commentary with the brain? Oh, wow. That's a really good one. Thank you. Um, I think I got to go commentary with the brain, like just cause I could learn so much. Yeah. Um, you know, like being able to learn how to be better at commentary where like, the idea of being nude in the radio station isn't isn't what is turning me away. It's literally the brain, like being able to learn from Bobby the Brain Heenan to be better. Like, I don't, I clearly wasn't in his league, but like de- what I was doing was definitely modeled like as a babyface version of him. Like, right, you know, you know just uh, kind of talking non sequiturs and uh, making fun, you know, poking fun at, at whatever was going on, but like still making it serious. Uh, yeah, dude, like I could not pass up the opportunity to learn from him. So a little back story, uh, Justin was a commentator for quite a few wrestling, um, promotions here in Virginia. And I've been lucky enough to wrestle matches that he's commentated to granted they weren't on dvd uh but surprisingly but like you did get your foot in the door in local companies like nwa fusion at its beginning which got transformed into fusion then there was spw and i'm sure you did others weren't wasn't there one time like you were doing commentary over like like you were watching it over laptop yeah. Um, I think that actually was SPW as well, but oh, okay. I, I do feel like there was one other that we got to do like one or two, like we didn't get to do very many. I felt, I felt like there was a company that was like, Hey, we need commentary over this. So if you don't mind, do it. Um, yeah. what was it like that as a, you know, a wrestling fan, like you're doing the spot. Like if I, if there's anything, two worlds that collide, you're like, of radio and wrestling and you're doing it kind of both at the same time there. Like, what is that for you? Unreal. Um, like you talk about, you talk about things I miss and of course I miss being on the radio, but, uh, I think like given the opportunity to have like a job, I think that that was my biggest thing about it is not getting paid. You know what I mean? And you know, that is, is what it is. Like most of the boys aren't getting paid. So how right. can I complain about not getting paid? But, uh, if, if I could get a job doing that, I'll, that's like one of the very few things I'll select over radio. Oh, wow. Because you, being that close to it, being able to tell stories, um, you know, depending on who's, who's sitting to the left or right of you, like, you know, you get to be as, as free and open as you want. Like, um, you know, I got to do both. I got to do play by play with Fredo a bunch. And then I got to, I got to sit shotgun and do color with Sean. And, um, uh, I mean, I'll, 
I think I'm better at color because like I get to do things like say work hook references into commentary. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and I got to do time uh, to fly. It was my favorite thing. And yeah. like, you know, I, it, it got to be my thing. I got to do, I got to again, combine, you know, references, hook references specifically in pro wrestling. It was, it was a blast. And I got to help, I got to help elevate the product, you know, whether you got, whether anybody thought we were any good at it or not is irrelevant. I got to help you guys tell your story. And ooh, that is, you know, that is some of my, my favorite things to do ever period. I, I think you did absolutely that like watching fusion videos, like your commentary is the reason why, most of the storytelling works is because like, for instance, I, I was going to use this as a question and maybe it is, maybe it's not. Do you have a favorite match you've ever commentated to? Oh, dude, you talk about ones that didn't make it anywhere. Surprisingly, uh, the, you and uh, Aiden Chambers, the um, Freaky Friday oh match. Oh my God. You know what? We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll, we'll pin that because. Okay. So, okay. That's one. What others? Um, Night of the Iron Men. Okay, uh, Night of Iron Man. That's the one I wanted to talk about. So okay. we're going, we're going, this is the gloat section. <laughs> it's no longer <laughs> drinking games. It's gloating games. Um, <laughs> the reason why I love that match so much, I think is because you and Sean were very like person, personal to myself. And I don't think you really were too like mean to me and Jeff. But at the same time, like you were, you were rooting for Aiden, obviously had to and B day, but like, there was this, like you guys knew history and you brought it up in the match. And that's a hard thing to do for commentators, even of today. And you're talking about indie wrestling of a certain territory. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, <laughs> not just like, Oh, look at that backbreaker Smith. Yeah, I know. Right. How crazy is that? Like. <laughs> You guys were bringing up past matches we've been through this, that, and the other thing. Like, I think your commentary and partly why I like to watch that match specifically often is because of you guys. We were particularly proud of, and I think that was one of our first cracks at fusion actually was, was night of the Iron Man. Oh, really? I think so. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I think we had been doing SPW for a while and, um, I, I, I don't remember like what happened where we got the call to, I think I'm pretty sure you put in the word. Uh, oh, the- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining me and Joe were like, Hey man, get these guys because they're, they love the product. And I mean, we've had them on as guests on YWS. So, so often. Yeah. And then I think Mobro was like, yeah. And so we're like, Oh, cool. <laughs> like, uh, we get to do this now instead. And because we kind of got, uh, unceremoniously booted, from the the previous place which that's a whole party boy Um, i don't want to talk about them yeah we won't we won't but like uh shitheads i'll talk about them what he's talking about is there was a film crew like they were cameramen filming our show spw and um justin and hood and even torres did commentary for spw and then for some reason, they felt like they could do commentary. 
And if yeah. you want to see the differences between both, I'll give it to you right here. Watch the night of the Iron Man, the Iron Man match between uh, A1 and B-Day and Chambers and listen to that commentary. Then go on YouTube, look up Sabbath versus Zach Hilton and listen <laughs> to that commentary. Fuck them. <laughs> and you talk about like moments that like I was particularly because I was doing I was I was handling the play by play on that SPW show and like you <laughs> there's a point in the video where you brought actually I think maybe Joe or Sabbath sorry brought you over to the table yeah and Fredo's reacting on commentary like he's getting pissed off at you uh for for coming over there and like you know because he's playing the bad guy and i'm like you know he's he's just trying to do it he's got this monster of a man and like i don't know man i thought we told a, a good story because again we knew the history between sabbath and zach hilton right uh, but you know what are you gonna do like y- you can only do what you want to do or what what you can do yes so, eh, <laughs> oh well um um, but I want to get into the Aiden Chambers match because you said that's your favorite. Why is that your favorite? All so, right, so uh, backstory quickly. Um, this is a match that has never been seen. Um, I have constantly gone to the promoter of this um, company, Fusion, MoFo, hit them up, Mark Bravura, on Twitter and say, we want, hashtag, we want the Zach cut. and what it is on the year i was retiring i had a bucket list of things i wanted and i have a friend aiden chambers like i we became friends through wrestling but like there was just a bond between me and him that kind of shined through on screen to the point of like Whenever we were in tag matches, like we would just do goofy gimmicks together. So the the storytelling of me and Aiden being friends came through the storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. So eventually through this bucket list, I was like, I want a one-on-one match with Aiden. Okay. Preferred agreed to it. Now, I, I don't even know why I came up with the idea, but I thought it was the fucking best idea in the goddamn world. And I don't care. I think this is my Picasso moment in wrestling. We have a wrestling match. And in the middle of the match, we have a Freaky Friday moment. And we switch bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and this match... It's still one of my favorite. I've never seen it. I don't care if it looks horrible. I don't care if it didn't get pulled off well. I don't care. It's still something that I tried and I, I feel like was effectively pulled off. Now, we wrestled in front of a very country-tastic town. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the office was also like southern like wrestling's wrestling Mm -hmm. and what we were doing was very sports entertainment very much so so yeah what were you gonna say i was gonna say you think about what matt hardy was doing before the return to wwe like the 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 broken character yeah he was 
this is on that level. Like this is the, the idea is on that level. And if, if you guys could have had been able to put that kind of production into it, like, yeah, you guys could have, you guys could have been mad. Hardy before and me and Aiden went under the ring. and which bodies again yes <laughs> um so there's like no bit of offense that truly zach hilton gets some kind of shine um but that all being said um why did you pick this as the match so all those things you just explained like imagine getting to amplify any of it right. um like imagine so like sean is doing straight straightforward play by play for like move move by move you know and me you know at one point zach hilton called called justin the uh chevy chase of, of commentary he is and so I, oh i leaned so hard into it uh in that match i i kind of i i threw in as many chevy references as i could and like Justin under justin that justin the best ever understood what happened in the match like he got the the body switch and <laughs> And Sean didn't. <laughs> so like at some point, uh, you know, Sean's like, I don't understand what's happening here. And I'm like, Sean, they, they switch bodies. What don't you get? Like, so I get to, I get to like really raise my voice for once. And like, I, I don't know. I, it was just a blast to call and amplify that story. And like, the, because of what you guys were doing, I got to like, I got, it, it was like one of the most free. Cause like with a regular wrestling match, sure. They're, they're fun. And I can throw in my references and whatnot, but like, there's no room for like a lot of growth. Right. Like it's a lot, a lot of Sean calling play by play. And then me going, Oh yeah, that guy's a real jerk. You know, like, you right. know, I, that's fun. And you know, I could spin it in my own way, but like there's still only, but so much to do. Right. It's a big to do like a freaky Friday match. No, man, I got, I, it was a big old playground for me. Okay. So I got two things to say here. One, absolutely love that. Again, this is why I loved you doing commentary is because you get the product you get what you're watching and you know through the brain like the brain would have played with it bobby heenan would have done exactly that and i love the fact that you were like no no no, he's zach hill that's not aiden chambers that's zach hill like that's so goddamn good second thing there ain't no way in this world you still have that commentary because you guys had to send in the tapes for that, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like, um, 
there is like a 0. 0.05 chance. I have two old laptops that I've been slowly trying to drag things off of. Right. Um, there is like a 0. 0.05 chance that it's on one of those. Um, okay. the, they're basically dead laptops, but I can power them up usually long enough to, to drag something off of them. Okay. And so it's really just kind of like I would have to, I would have to, uh, create some, carve up some time to just do that. So here's my thing. I love you. And <laughs> I appreciate you. My birthday is December 10th. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And I would, re- yeah, Merry Christmas to you. I would absolutely, positively would love if there's even a 0.5 chance by that day. If you told me on that day, hey, I couldn't find it. But if you could gouge up that commentary, because like in that commentary, I feel like you even showed it to me once where like I listened to it and I think you can even hear us in the background say, I just wish I was you for one day. Yeah. Like I know there are bits of that and I'll be honest to fucking God, I will release it as a podcast. Oh, hey. So if you can please, by all goddamn means, <laughs> try to find that by my birthday, that'd be amazing. If you, the thing that would be very helpful is if you can, would that have been what? 2013, 2012? It would have been 2013, August. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you the date. It's August because it's the, it's the, um, it's before Aiden retires. Yeah. So both of us were retiring the same year, but he was, he was beating me to the punch in August. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that's the date. Actually, I can go back to my Instagram and find that date. No problem whatsoever. Because I put on Instagram, us dressed as by the way, in the match, he came out as Batman and I came out as Bane. So it's, Yes. Actually, it's actually 2012, August 2012. Yeah. His retirement. All right. I'm going to make a note of. Sorry, off my. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to make a note of August 2012. August 2012. So if you could, by all means, try to find that and give it to me, I will release it as a Thrill Me podcast, Russell Powell's joint combination. Well, here's hoping. <laughs> here's hoping, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, wild episode of Drinking Games because, like, it was more information than drinking games, but it needed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, thanks for coming on. Uh, promote your stuff before you go. All right. So uh, the one-stop shop is legionstupid.com. Um, we're making the big push here, legionstupid.com going forward. All my pods are there, so you can listen to, you know, if you want to hear Zach on uh, WrestlePal's uh, Road to WrestleMania, that's where it is. Oh, yeah. uh, if you want to hear my show, Deprogrammed, that's where it is. It's all there. Um, and then, you know, patreon.com slash oh, hi, Justin, $1 a month gets you in the door. Would love to have you as a patron. Would definitely love to have you aboard. Yeah, man. Uh, Justin, you were a guest on two of my shows. Hey. So just feel, you know, like you're not always the bride. Sometimes you're the bridesmaid. Yeah. 
All right, everybody. Hope you have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. And please remember to always drink responsibly.